This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to the bunker. On this episode, we have moved on to the letter P, and P is for plague. Um, the movie example that we chose is The Omega Man, the 1970s classic starring Charlton Heston. And uh, the, starting with the synopsis, the movie opens up with Charlton Heston looking dope in his 1971, or for, for 1971, driving a red convertible, jamming on his transistor radio, driving down the city streets. I mean, just cruising. And almost crashes. But anyway. Well, then he suddenly stops. He whips out his uh, machine gun, a Smith & Wesson M76. I looked it up. And unloads a mag at a figure in the window of a building. Just driving through, sees some motherfucker in a window, and opens up. Yep. Uh, let's see. The credits uh, fire up, and they show, they show the level of desertion of the city. They show like schools and buildings and streets, and it's all it's all done. Uh, then uh, the Heston—that's what I'm gonna call him because uh, yeah. that's what he deserves. He doesn't need a pseudonym at all. No, I he mean is the Heston. he is the Heston. He drives around a corner too fast, like he alluded to. Swerves to miss an abandoned armored car, and then crashes his car and damages it. Which, I mean, he's supposed to be in Los Angeles, right? So it is a big city. But they're empty. You think he'd driven those streets hundreds of times? You would remember. Hey, there's an armored car on Fifth and Sunset. Don't yeah, smash don't, into it headlong and try to kill yourself. Right. Don't get distracted and T-bone it. Unless he wants to. I mean, but that's his prerogative. Um. Then he gets out of the car. He grabs his machine gun, a gas can, and starts walking. And I noticed, and I'm I'm being serious. He had a gun belt on, which yeah. I was, I was impressed that they actually went to the lengths to show some type of preparedness, bringing stuff with you. Absolutely, like a, yeah, that's some sort of utility type belt. Um, because let's be honest, end of end of time, you're the only one around. You're out scavenging all day long. Yeah, a gun belt, utility belt, web gear belt, absolutely a great thing to have. You know, pouches on it. Extra ammo. Because I, I was looking, from what I could tell, he had a pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with the old, like, flap. It covers the whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's a pistol. It's yeah. a pistol. So I get had a knife, had a flashlight. So it looks like some spare mags. I mean, so he had some essentials. Yeah. He, I'm like, wow, that's he's, pretty cool. He's the fucking Heston. He's the Heston. <laughs> Let's see. He goes to a used car lot, which, you know, I was kind of thinking, why do you go to a used car lot? He could have whatever. Ever the fuck he wants. I'm only going to assume, I guess, it's the closest 
one, or maybe he's thrifty. He's like, you know, <laughs> thrifty. He's thrifty and is just taking whatever he wants. <laughs> well, you know, all right. Then he <laughs> finds himself a girly poster and rips it down. He hates women, maybe. I don't know. No, they, um, they didn't show that he folded that shit up and took it with him. A little, take it back to the fortress later, you know. Spank bank. Yeah, he needs some material. Uh, yeah. Then he uh, he takes the car from the dealer. They show the dead body in the background. Uh, he goes to a movie theater. The Woodstock movie is playing. He says it's a great movie for the third straight year, which means, I think they kind of say later, but uh, three years in the apocalypse. I mean, so he's, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. He fires the generator and watches the movie. It shows the Hessen quoting the movie word for word, which indicates that apparently he doesn't know how to switch out the the, the projector at all. He knows how to yeah. apparently rewind it so he can watch it again. But he's just not a projectionist. I mean, I'm assuming they have other reels there. No matter what they're playing, they got to have something in the back. Yeah, too bad Leguizamo wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his headlamp with his headlamp but he was a projectionist he would have like hey, 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 hey. Mr. Heston let me, let me he would have said Mr. Heston oh for sure let me, let me swap that out for you sir what, what would you like to see you know what's what's big back in the 70s uh, so he comes out of the movie theater and sees the sun going down and checks his watch and starts to panic which you would think that he would some type of alarm, like a wind-up clock. Especially if you're going into a dark movie theater. I but mean, you would, I mean, you think you carry... The only other thing I, I wish you would have seen is some type of backpack. Not like a huge one, but just a small little pack. You throw shit in as you're in the store. Like, walk out, throw it in, the, in your car. Yeah. Some, but, I mean, like a little alarm clock in there that he sets for a time. And, like... Here's where I think that they were going with that. The subtext to his... Close call, his almost slip up at that point. And it's it's a subtext that really becomes pretty significant in the movie. At this point in his uh, tenure in the apocalypse, he's starting, he's starting to get lax. He's starting to get a little sloppy. He's starting to let certain things go that he was always on top of before, um, making small, stupid mistakes just because his diligence is starting to wane because of how long he's been doing it, which, yeah, I mean, I, fuck, I wouldn't know. Three years being the only person you've ever, you ever talked to, the only person you think is even alive, normal human. Who knows? Three, five, ten. At some point, yeah, you're going to start to kind of get lazy. Um, and then in this opening sequence thing, the, the telephone's ringing. Yeah, I was about to get to that. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that shows his mental state is also starting to slip. And he has yeah. to scream at himself that the phones aren't ringing. Right. And then they stop. Which I was very curious. Phone's ringing. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I'm like, who would be calling that? And then another one's ringing. I'm like, okay, this is getting weird. And then when he screamed, I was like, oh, okay, it's in his head. Got it. Which I think is kind of this movie. I don't know whether movies were out by then, back in the 70s for apocalypse movies. But it showed... Some forethought, like a gun belt, like we just talked about. It shows psychosis, meaning that you're by yourself. And we, we all like, maybe we like to be loners at times. Or, or maybe, you know, our fan is a loner and this is the only voice he hears. But you hear other voices, you know what I mean? You, you, you interact with people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not people you want to, but and now there's nobody. Yeah, There's nobody around. 
that he knows of. For years, he's been by himself. And that, that would kind of get to you. And it, yeah, and it takes a very specific type of person to be able to handle that kind of solitude. That's why they do those psychological uh, evaluations of astronauts and stuff, especially the ones that are going to be on ISS, and they're going to be greatly alone. Um, they do those psych tests to make sure they're going to be able – they're the type of mentality that they can handle long durations of no human contact whatsoever and them being the only person. Well – He's just a fucking colonel in the military. There's been no test done on him. He's just thrust into this. So yeah, the normal person that would drive me crazy. After and I a while, hate people. yeah. After <laughs> after years, I've yeah. never seen anyone. Yeah. So yeah, um, and then he comments, "It's almost dark. They will be waking up soon." And then he speeds off to his house, um, and then uh, all he pulls up, hits his garage door open, pulls up to go in. And three hooded figures, they look like Yawas to me, so that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, they do. They uh, they pour gas in front of and behind his car and throw torches out, setting the ground on fire. The Heston sprays some fucking lead. Mm-hmm. Um, he drives into the garage after a hooded slash sunglassed albino, a Yawa, jumps into his car, which kind of shows you fuck convertibles. Yeah, good point. Well, I wrote that, and I was thinking, well, okay. I see two ways. One, the convertible, then the Yahoo's can attack you and jump in. The other point is, which he's shown twice, he can fucking stand up and spray his machine gun at people or Yahoo's. So it's kind of like, eh. I will say his vehicle I, choice, I, in my opinion, was... Yeah, I think the cons probably outweigh way the pro of... Of quick action on the rifle. He could have picked a little better yeah, vehicle. Yeah, something a little more secure. The fucking armored truck he almost ran into. That, that thing I was around. Thinking, yeah, that would have been better. That way, if you get stuck out at night, like, ah, shit, I watched the fucking, the, you know, 70s porn in the theater too long, and it's nighttime. I'll just I'll just hang out in my armored car all night, and you then you pee her- you, you Wee Hermaned it too long? Yeah, and, exactly. You know, spanking it in the theater. <laughs> Except for there's nobody to report him. Right. Uh... And then he drives into the garage, um, and he was nice enough to stack stunt boxes at the front of his garage. That the the boxes that the, he drives into the garage and oh. the, the stunt, stunt boxes, boxes that they fly into. No, and he was nice it. enough to yeah. stack them up, um, his supplies. And yeah. then he shoots him. And apparently they have some weird red stuff that's supposed to resemble blood in them. <laughs> oh wait, that's bad. Nineteen seventies special effects. Yeah, that stuff is like glowing red yeah but i know uh, and then uh, more yawas run to the garage with torches and bats he blows away two of them one flees he puts out the fire fire safety um and then uh the has unlocks his generator which it shows security that he had it like padlock like three different spots mm-hmm. um this caged area yeah this caged area but then again how many people are getting into his complex, his bunker. I mean, on one hand, if they get in, they can't get to it because it's padlocked up. So, But then it takes him 10 minutes to unlock all the padlocks to get in. Yeah, hopefully it's not like an emergency situation where he needs his supplies and his arsenal. Um, But anyway, and then he fires up the power, his generator, turns on spotlights outside, which seem to... Uh, the Yawas don't like, and and then I, I found this kind of 
good and bad. Then he, if, I don't know if you noticed, he checked his magazine on his machine gun. Hmm. Like he he turned on his generators and then he's walking over the elevator. And he pulls out the the stick mag on the, the machine gun, looks at it. Does an ammo check. Does please. an ammo check. Although at this point, there's no way it's not empty because he hasn't reloaded once and sprayed everybody <laughs> and, and their he's brother. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he has one of those eighties machine guns. Y- yeah, a snake Pliskin machine gun. Yeah, it's got um, two thousand and forty two rounds in a box magazine. <laughs> then he unlocks the elevator again. Good thing. Now that I agree with because. Yeah. Then they have to, you know, break the locks to get to the elevator to get up to you. He goes up to the penthouse. Maybe all of that is preparing for, let's just say he has a breach on that ground floor, as he basically did, even though he he mitigated it. He did have a breach. But let's say he has a breach that he can't contain. He doesn't have to worry about them shutting down his generator, getting into his cash, getting up the elevator, and maybe he can just... Uh, waited out till morning upstairs in his oh yeah his think penthouse. They, think they steal his cash, his cachet. Oh, cachet! <laughs> I thought she meant like his, his dollar bills. I know. Oh, and they oh we finally see some flashbacks, and it shows like a China Russia war, which could happen. You never know. Uh, then he gets to the penthouse, and I like this. He killed the power of the elevator. I don't know if you saw that when he got up there, there was a power box, and he threw it in the elevator, right? So no one could follow him. So, again, that way if they happen to break, which that little garage door is the only security that's keeping them out. Yeah. Although the spotlights, apparently spotlights have some effect. Yeah, well, we know. Light sensitive. Yeah. Whatever. At this point, you're like, hmm. But anyway, and then uh, he's got racks of guns and supplies. I got a little turned on. Um, he turns on <laughs> the security cameras. And he had a security system with cameras watching outside so he could see different angles that, that was smart um then it shows the yawas out in the street burning shit uh and then the heston comments they destroyed museums and science places mm-hmm. so apparently they're mad at that stuff yeah which explained the torches and bats and well later spears i'm like what what's they- if heston can source uh weapons why can't these fucking jawas we'll call them why can't they source Weapons out in the, but then they they did they describe all throw that. Throw out an explanation yeah, as to they're, why they're basically trying to destroy all technology. Ludites is that the terminology? You ever heard that? There's a term like people who don't like technology. I've heard that word. Like I don't ludite. Know I want to say that what it is. That is? I think that's oh, what it is. Interesting. Okay, but um, yeah, they do kind of hit on that. Um, and then we meet we meet the Awas. Uh, one's the reporter dude from the flashback. <laughs> yes. Uh, and everybody's a brother. Uh, and then it gets into they don't like light. And my question is, why is fire okay then? Like, the lights bother them. They 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 can. But why, why doesn't the fire bother them? I thought them? the same thing. I thought the same thing. And then I was... I, I equated it to, okay, maybe it's just such a mild light. It's not too bright for them. Uh, I'm not sure. But then later they use, like, a flare as a weapon, basically, against them. And that worked, and that's fire. I don't know. A little inconsistency there. But, I mean, hey, considering this is, I think, 71, and, and already there are a few consistencies, but there's less than most of the movies 
We That's do. true. They're doing pretty good. I'll uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Most of, most of the time by now we're like, fucking this and fucking that. And did anybody even try to fucking do this? <laughs> yeah, especially if it's Shamalaka. That's true. By now you'd be like, but you said they can't do, but now they can. But now and, they can. And but then, they can't, yeah. but they're allergic, but now they're not. What? <laughs> but that was my thing. It was like, I mean, like candle, you could argue, well, it's not much. Yeah. But then if they light a huge bonfire like they were to burn the shit, yeah, that's, that's pretty that's bright. A lot of light, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm speaking the only person who's had like a big bonfire at night and you're like, whoa, and you're turning away, not just the heat, mm-hmm. but like, that's bright because it's dark. Right. And the contrast, I would think it would be even worse for them because they're light sensitive. But anyway, um, and then the Yahweh say they can't see in the light, but they can in the dark. Uh, they're, so they're nocturnal now, I guess. Yeah. There's hundreds of them, they say. The Yahweh's hate technology, like you said. They say they refuse to use it. They mentioned you because uh, the one, the second in command, Yawa, the, yeah, the ex black guy, I guess, Nathaniel or Nathan or I, something. I didn't, I, don't know. I didn't go that deep in writing down names. They see talk about using cannons to blow them up because, like, he knows how to do it. Because I'm assuming that he's an ex military guy or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever. But anyway, he's like, we could blow them up, and the main, the main Yawa, what was his name? Matthias. Matthias, thank you. The main Yahweh Matthias says no because those are the old ways, and that's what led them to mm-hmm. the destruction. And he said no guns, no machines. Right. He said no we- the wheel because he mentions all technologies like the the age of the wheel, the age of the machine, the guns. Mm-hmm. We're not going to use any of that stuff. Yeah, they blame all that. What happened? The war on that, and they also blame the the. Uh, basically the plague because of the what's the word biological warfare that created the the virus plague whatever thing on technology as well yeah they blame yeah. everything that bad that's happened on all science the, and technology yeah the invention of the wheel basically yeah which is i bring that up extreme. important because it comes in play later yeah. <clears throat> and then they go to the flashbacks to actually explain the plagues the plague, and it shows Los Angeles. Uh, they show the hospitals are overrun. Countrywide, there's martial law. Um, there's reports of plague victims falling ill everywhere, so that's a, a nationwide uh, epidemic. Allegedly, the symptoms, first just choking, then you fall unconscious, and then it says death in minutes. So it's like you choke, fall over, and you're dead. So pretty quick. Um, then it shows people all over just dropping dead. Um, the Heston is finally introduced as Colonel Robert Neville, medical doctor. He gets a phone call in his pretty sweet office because, you know, he's Colonel. He's the Heston. Yeah. Like, Colonels don't get offices this big. I'm the Heston. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he has a test vaccine, and he gets into a chopper. Shows a pilot dying from the plague, and then the Heston has to try to land the chopper. Then all of a sudden, he's infected. Plot twist. And he's choking. Um, the helicopter crashed into fireball, and the end, he dies because of that big fireball. Oh, no way, he survives. Because <laughs> it like, went down, there's this huge fireball. I'm yeah. like, wow. Um, I don't see anybody walking away from that. That's a flash. Yeah, I'm like, what are uh, we watching here? how'd that go? And, but no, he survives. Um, then he crawls over to his attache case, which apparently also survived the jet fuel 
fireball. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I know you're going to say it's not a Jets helicopter, but guess what? It still uses jet fuel. Yes, it does. And they're pretty flammable, which is part of the point. Um, and this big fireball. Didn't burn a leather attaché. Didn't case. burn the Heston either. No. He, but he is the, the Heston. He is. But the case? But the case? Maybe it's just because it's his. His clothes are a little ripped, but not, anyway. Yeah. But uh, he crawls over to the attaché case to the vaccine. He gets he gives himself some, and then, boom, he's cured. He's immune now. Not Yeah, exactly. Not, not only cured, now he's immune. Yeah. Like, he per, is. In perpetuity, he's He's, he's the only one that is, so he's. So he thinks. The Omega Man. Yeah, the last man. The last man on Earth. Um, and then they bring out a wheeled... Then we go back to modern day, sorry. And then the Yawas bring out a wheeled catapult slingshot thing. <laughs> the we, Remember the wheels? Yeah. I hate the wheels. And the techno, there's and technology involved in a catapult, trebuchet, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. That is technology, that. whether you like it Gears or not. And pulleys and weight system. Yeah. It is a mechanical advantage yeah. because exactly. what it, whatever the and it was more of a big bow and arrow type slingshot type, but you're using mechanical advantage. Yeah. To, not only that, but lighting giant balls of fire, which again are light. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently the firelight doesn't hurt their eyes because no. it's a special light. Especially when they use it in the mechanical device that they're yes. so opposed to. Uh, yes. So he's full of shit. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, it's not a machine like a car or the fan, the fancy stuff that you know the Heston's using. But uh, fuck you, it's a mechanical advantage. Exactly. Unless they all line up and start throwing spears and rocks and whatever, then you're right. You are anti-technology. You're using. "Quote unquote horsepower or manpower, I should mm-hmm. say, and you're okay. You're right, but no, that is a mechanical advantage. Just the whole a real catapult, like the kind like you ever watch. I'm a dork. You watch a punkin chunkin, oh, and they do hell all that. Yeah, and then you know there's the weight on one Shows end, great, and it turns all the way over to yeah. cause the torque yep. to the arm to swing, and it generates in those hundreds of feet, and that's a crude mechanical. It's no, not crude, but it's a mechanical advantage. It creates mm-hmm. all that force and torque." And that's what they're doing. Whether they like it or not, they've made a primitive machine. And it's all relative because if you go back to when that machine was invented in whatever the fucking dark ages, holy shit. That was that's that would be like if we saw a fucking light speed spacecraft right now, we'd be like, that is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It can travel light speed. We can get to you know, Alpha Centauri and in 20 years, this is cutting edge is going to change everything, whatever. Blow My mind is blown. Well, it's all relative. You go back to when they were just using swords and arrows, and now you have this giant thing that can launch fireballs. Imagine the awe that was on the face of the kings and the soldiers watching that for the first time, just like if we were to see a spacecraft. Yeah. Imagine going back to when they had rocks and clubs, you know, like a compound bow. Yeah. With, you know, blasting arrows at people from 80 yards away. Like, holy shit, he's all the way, all the way over there and he just killed Bob. What the fuck? <laughs> Bob. You know what I mean? Like, you, that's a great technological advantage. Hell, yeah. even if you had a spear and you were capable of throwing it, you know, long and straight, like apparently 
longer and straighter than any spear should ever be thrown accurately <laughs> in the history of man. Hypothetically. What are you alluding to? I'm just saying, let's Holy say you're really good. <laughs> and I, and then, you know, you'd be like, and they got like rocks and clubs. Like this pointy thing just went straight into front, Bob and he's dead. What the fuck? Yeah. Seriously. Yep. So fuck you. You're using technology whether you like it or not. Um, and then, but no guns because, you know. Uh, they don't have guns. And then it goes cutbacks to the Heston, who's dressed like Liberace. I'm not exactly sure what the fuck that was about. <laughs> Listen, I get you're by yourself. I get you're going a little crazy. Yeah, a little bit. But there's crazy, and then there's what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, there's Liberace crazy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't get... Like, well, you heard what he said, right? It's... He, well, he's, he's walking around with his sh- with no shirt on, as he does a lot in this movie. Well, he's the fucking Heston. He's the Heston. And listen, you can you can watch the movie, and I know nowadays all the Hollywood guys are you know steroided out, and yes, they're fucking steroided out. Yeah. Most of them to look like that. Yeah, they're um, on something for sure. Most of them. Um, but for he, he listen, he was a nineteen seventies in shape dude. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I really. That's an in shape 1970s. Like, I believe he really worked out. Like, he was, you know, in real dude shape. But he was also the McConaughey of the 70s. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. (laughs) All right, all right. I'm not going to wear his shirt. The ladies want some eye candy. There's the Heston. All right, all right, all right. And we like the bitch. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a little payoff in the end for us. You remember? All right, we'll get into it. <laughs> you remember? Do you like, a little dream? Did I, no. no? no that right. gone. Anyway. That memory's gone? Okay. That memory's gone? Right. All right. Uh, um, but he says to his little bust of Caesar, oh, it's Sunday. I dress up for dinner on Sunday. That's why he dressed like Libra. How about a tux? Dressing up. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to be either in a suit or a tux, and then I see the his frill. uniform? He's a colonel? Yeah. His dress blues? Oh, no shit. No. He went full Liberace. Yeah. It was weird. It was a little weird. Again, uh, all I'm going to say is this. Um, if the apocalypse were to happen tomorrow and I woke up and somehow I was immune and everyone around me for hundreds of miles was dead, I couldn't find anybody else. It would have been years, and it would erode on my psyche. I, I'm not going to act like I'd be cool with it. Mm, like, yeah. I'm not going to like start wearing a dress or something fucked up like that. No. I'm not going to dress like Liberace. Mm-mm. Where do you even find Liberace clothes? I mean, I guess if you're alone in Los Angeles, you could probably find them. But... Well, I don't know for a fact, but I can feel comfortable assuming that Los Angeles in the 70s more than likely had an um, alternative lifestyle section, meaning yeah. homosexual. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying a gay area where gay men probably like to congregate and... Do what dudes do, which is fuck. It, that's your business, not mine. But the point is, he probably found one of those stores and like, that's a suit, coat, and shirt for me. <laughs> Why he thought that, hey, that's a great Sunday evening dinner uh, garb that I'm going to grab there and take home. What maybe, are all these railings on this building? Ah, <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe this is a little conceited, but here's the way I would look at it if I was him. Um it's the end of the world. I haven't seen people in two years or three years, whatever it is, because he makes them come out two years, whatever, at some point. But it's been a couple of years, at least two years. If all of a sudden people show up, that's not exactly what I want them to see me in like, oh, 
Hey man, we don't judge, man. You know, uh, you know, Ted over there is a little. He likes dudes too. You wanna? You, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm straight. Really, I like the Are ladies. You sure? Are you sure? Because <laughs> look what you're wearing. Or let's just say that the uh, the albinos do get in and kill you, and then a couple years later, there's a cure and humans come back. That's how you want to be found wearing yeah. that. No. Hey, that's well, Colonel Neville. He's a fucking legend. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. <laughs> He's a legend. What is he wearing? Or or maybe here you know what? The Yawas kick in the door. They get upstairs somehow. They climb up the stairs. There's gotta be stairs. This is by code, I would guess. But anyway, they get up there and they kick in. They got their spears and their torches, their clubs, and they're ready to kill him. And all of a sudden, like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> in that split second, he's like, I gotcha. And it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, a it's that it's that yeah, uh, shock value. Oodaloop. Those yeah. off your oodaloop. Exactly. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's uh, Uda's observe, orient, decide, act. And you, that your brain, oh, we're going to get real legit. Your brain, you know, acts. That's how that's been described, Uda Loop. And that way, you know, you think, you look at something, you decide, you know, you, you see it, you orient to it, you decide, you act. And the quicker you do it, the quicker you can respond. And it's on a loop. It's on a loop because. Because once you act, then you go back to. Like observe. Yeah, the, all right, there's a Yawa. See what your, He's see got what a, your result. I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot him. Boom. Got him. And then oh, there's another Yawa. Oh, you know, observe, orient, decide. I got to shoot him. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, and it happens in split seconds and stuff. But right. throw their Uloop off, and they're like, "What? Uh, what the fuck is that? Is that the Heston <laughs> or Liberace? I don't know what to do here." Wait, wait, wait! I did not sign up to kill Liberace, Matthias. He's definitely got to be one of us. I am not doing this. And yes. By that shit. By that time. They're all gone. Yeah. Did, 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 did. I apologize. I was I was way off base there. See, he's the Heston is he's so fucking next level that he he has these plans that we don't even understand. Well, we understand them now, but it look how long it took us to understand that we would be dead. Well, he, but he dressed like Liberace, and then he cooked dinner. Stream of sausages. If you noticed, it was like a chain of sausages. Mm-hmm. So he's dressed like Liberace. Oh no! Eating a oh no <laughs> bunch of sausages. It's writing on the wall. Mm. Should have had that one figured out. But he's a Heston. I can't go there. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, and then he's sitting down to play chess with the bust of Julius Caesar that you alluded to. And uh, what kills me is like it's your move, and you see the pieces are moving. So he's moving for the Caesar bust, obviously, but. Does he know that he's doing it, or is he losing it? Again, and I, at this point, you know, you're hearing phones ring, and it's been years, and and then the Yawas shoot a fireball into the penthouse. It lands in the open window, and then the Hessen grabs a sniper rifle with a red spotlight on it. Man, that thing. Yeah. Is that night vision back then? I think it was. Like, it's legitimately it was, how it works? I, I, no idea. If I don't either. Good. But I think that that was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, he picked that thing up. I'm like, what the fuck? Is I mean, that? he went to grab the rifle with the scope. I'm like, all right, here we go. What's the red light for? Yeah. And then he guns down some Yawas. <clears throat> so I don't. Oh, you know what? He was, you know, it's like that song Roxanne. He turned the red light on. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, never mind. He's the red light district. No, maybe. Could be. Hell, at that point, he's probably like, hey, anything I can get. Which, I'm going to throw it out here. Here's my thing. He's in the apocalypse. There's nobody else around. He's a military man. He's a colonel. He's obviously familiar with weaponry. Been exposed to it. 
he knew where the armory was because he had rows and rows of machine guns and rifles and stuff like that. No rocket launchers? Like They have to have them. Like, so when they're down there and they're throwing their rocks and spears and you're like, welcome to technology, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Boom. you don't like it, but tough shit. I mean. And how many times does he have to do that before these whatever the hell they are go, you know what? We've gone there every night for the last couple weeks and every single time, seven, eight, 12 of us get blown up at a time. Maybe we should move on. Matthias, no, no, no. We're going to get that son of a bitch. He's the last living man. No, I'm out. There's hundreds out. of them, he says. Because Matthias, someone says there's hundreds of us. Let's say 10. We'll, we'll say he gets 10 of them for a week. That's 70. Yeah. They're like, you know, we're about half now. Yeah. We're getting kind of lean. Getting low on numbers. There's not a bunch of fucking albino yawas running around as there were. I mean, yeah. this is getting kind of. You were freaked out about him killing three. Yep. Now he just killed a dozen in one shot. Yeah. And as far as the armory and weaponry and advanced help, isn't there like a fucking tank laying around or something? I don't know how hard. You know, I always think of that. Whenever we see like certain apocalypse movies, I'm like, where are all the armored vehicles? Yes. Like, before I stopped watching The Walking Dead, I'm like, <laughs> why has nobody tried to go to a military base and grab an armored vehicle? Like, for example, spoiler, and I've stopped watching, but if, when they jumped in the RV at the end of the season where they met Negan and he beats Glenn and Abraham to death with his bat, mm-hmm. at one point I'm like, why does nobody go to a military base and get an armored personnel carrier? Something like that. And then you're driving down the road, and those, all those guys are lined up across the, the highway. Like, you, you're not getting through here. You're like, I'm in an, and you got like a speaker. I'm in an armored car, you fuck sticks. We can run you over, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, but we're, shut the fuck up. We've got rockets, and we're in an armored yeah. vehicle. Are you fucking stupid? I like, don't care how many of there, how many of you there are, or how many trucks you park across the road. I'm counting to three, and I'm unleashing hell. Move. And you would think. <laughs> Earlier in that season, and we're getting way off a tangent, they found rocket. They found a rocket launcher, yeah. And they use it. You're like, and the, the Abraham character is like a sergeant in the military. At one point, he's like, you know, yeah, hey, C four rocket launchers. I'm familiar with all of this shit because mm-hmm. I was in the military and a badass. You know, we're in Virginia. There's a lot of military bases around here. Maybe we should we just take a quick, yeah. quick jaunt, yeah, and find one. And a guy who's in the military, granted, I'm sure he doesn't have every military base memorized in no. Virginia, but he would kind of know what to look for. He would kind of have an idea of like, you know, military base not going to be right in the middle of the city. It's going to be out a little bit, just outside of a city, just outside of a town. Like Langley? A little bit in the country. But yeah, he can find something. And we're talking about Walking Dead, but let's just, we'll just make this broad. But it's kind of, yeah. Hell, we'll even apply it to this. Colonel Neville. Colonel. Who was at a base, jumped in a helicopter to fly off with his vaccine. So he knows what's at that base. Well, okay, I guess it could be argued that that base didn't have armored stuff, but whatever. He's going to know the other bases in the Los Angeles area. Exactly. Even if it's not... I'm doing a a hybrid hundreds of bases in in around Los Angeles. But even fast forward to now, for uh, 
for this day and age, even if you don't get a fucking tank or an armored APC, just get some up armored Humvees to drive around. You yeah. know, something that has the armored plated, the armored doors and all that shit. Just an armored, up armored Humvee. Like a half track or something. They had those armored back in World War II. Sure. And so if you get ambushed and it's just small arms fire, which is what most people are going to have in the apocalypse, you're not going to have spear fire. Yeah. And this one, shit. Even the armored car could sleep in it all night. What are they going to do? Spear the door open? No. Well, light it on fire. Yeah. The fuel tank. I guess they could light it on fire. But then you just drive away. Yeah. Run them over. <laughs> they go to light on fire and just drive like 100 yards down the road and just stop. And just park again. <laughs> just park again. Like, come on, motherfuckers. God damn it. Walk up again. All right. Gas. Blah, 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 blah. Torch. Boosh. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, uh, what's uh, our, our one military guy? Was it Camp Pendleton out in Hollywood, like in California, like the Marine base or something? Uh-huh. It was in that movie, um, um, Battle of Los Angeles, with the Marines and the aliens came down. And Did you ever seen that watch one? That one. What? No. With Two Face, the guy who plays Two Face, you never saw that. Oh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. No, I've never oh, seen. Oh, it's a good movie. movie. Maybe we'll have to go. To, we'll have to watch it sometime. Huh. But anyway, Is but there there's, an, there's anything apocalyptic in it. We could fit it in. <laughs> aliens come down and. Try to kill everybody and blow oh, up that Los sounds, Angeles. That sounds relatively apocalyptic. It's very apocalyptic. <laughs> okay. It's actually a good movie too. So it might make the list. It, it probably will. But it's like a, actually a good one. So I don't know. But uh, so yeah. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. So anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking. Why not grab a fucking rocket launcher or explosives, landmines, something. A which that's one of the things. And maybe I, I don't. Th- I don't think I come to it later. But I, I get that he likes his penthouse and he wants to live there. But security really could work on security. Like, why don't you have like a like a actual fence, like a wall? Yeah. And you're you're home all day during the day, and the Yawas can't come out. So you've got anywhere from 12 to 16, 18 hours of sunlight, depending on the day and the cycle of sun. You can't go find a bulldozer. And so, I'm being serious and start knocking down the adjoining houses to get to the point where yours is the only building and you have clear line of sight all around. Sure. And then build some type of wall. Build that wall all around it, and then put up some type of like landmines and like listen, this fucker is serious. I think we're gonna leave him alone, right? He's the last one, but he's he's untouchable. Yeah, yeah. You, like you said, he's got all day, every day. Now, yes, he needs to go out and scavenge and get supplies. Sure, but whatever. Again, he's a colonel. He can organize this shit. Okay, these yeah. days of the week, I go out and get supplies. These days of the week, I work on the fortress. These days of the week, I tear down nudie posters and go jerk off. So here's my schedule. This is what I do for the week. And yeah, work on your fortress. I mean, obviously, he's done some work. But he has you, done some yes. things. has some fortress. But three years worth? You give but me you, three years and idle hands? Holy shit. You, nothing would get in. But if you look at his, when he walks, when he first sees his apartment, he's got stacks and stacks of canned food. In the basement, he's got boxes of stump, stump boxes, which I'm assuming are supplies. He's got gas. He's got machine guns. He's got every. He's got security. He's got a generator. He's got it. Everything there. 
So it's, he's done his work, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But other than shutting his garage and locking the place with the regular locks and and setting up some spotlights, he hasn't done shit. Again, why aren't you? Because when he pulls up to get in his garage, the Yawas are in an adjacent building. I'm assuming because they oh, open those doors and they ambush him. Yeah, ambush yeah. Him. yeah. So yeah. it's like really. <clears throat> anyway. Then it shows us the next day, and the Hessian goes out running for exercise. Yep. In this kick-ass track scene. I'm looking at you. He went running for exercise. I'm just... Oh, why are you looking at me? Um, no reason. <laughs> no reason. <clears throat> um, I understand. It feels a little personal here. Right? No. So what? what? About? Oh, then he has a gun belt and a machine gun with him. Again, smart. Because he takes it with him. Uh, he has a map, which I thought was... He's clearing and checking for Yawas for the last two years, he says. But he's, you know, looking for signs, checking sectors, trying to narrow down where they're at because he's he's hunting them down. Which, hey, good on you, man. Yeah. You know, if you're really gonna try to stop him, um, then he goes into a hotel, and then he puts his flashlight on the machine gun. Granted, it was the '70s, like your grandpa used to have flashlight. Yes, but I loved it. But he set it up so he yes. puts his flashlight on, and wherever that looks, that's where his gun is. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah, I like that. I I was yeah, I was very impressed with that because honestly, I didn't I didn't know that they had. Uh, I don't even know what the word would be. The ability to affix lights to submachine guns, guns of any sort. Back back then, I don't know I've never seen it. Maybe the, he he rigged <clears throat> it up for the movie. Yeah, and I wonder if it inspired people. Like, huh. Yeah, weapon light. Weapon light. Because look at us today. I mean, weapon light is like standard. Yes. You just, I, you, if you have a weapon other than a, even a lot of pistols, but if it's larger than a pistol, it usually has a light on it. So There's a lot of pistol lights now. Yeah. There's a lot of holsters and pistol light combos you can buy that, you yep. know, like how I was looking at one, I can't think of what brand it was, but it's when it's in the holster, it, it's off. And when you pull it, it automatically turns on. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, because if you're gonna unholster your weapon, it doesn't fucking matter if it's daylight and you don't need it. You know? Yeah, it's not gonna yeah. like hurt anything. Uh, the only the only way that that would hurt you is if you're trying to stay veiled. Yes, if you're trying to. But I think most hidden. the idea behind it, and I'd have to agree that most people, if you're gonna draw that pistol. It's a defensive situation, and you're gonna. When I say use it, doesn't mean you're necessarily gonna blast somebody, but you're pulling it out, bringing it up, thinking I might have to shoot this person. It's gone that far, and the deterrent of seeing it hopefully would stop the situation. Yeah, but you know, you're not just pulling it out to like wave it around, like look at look at my gun. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, should I drop my pen under my desk? Let me get my pistol. And- yeah. Let me look at the light. There it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, let's see, he has a flash machine gun. Um, he goes in the basement garage, he's room clearing. You remember, he kicks in door to door, he finds a dead yawa in the manager's office, dead of the plague, he says. So, apparently, even yawas can die of the plague, which that makes me wonder what determines how the. St- the ones that are still living, how do they stay alive and not die from the plague? But some do. I mean, 
I would guess it would come it? back to that thing that we've said that no matter what the virus is, a plague, you're going to have a certain segment of the population that's going to be immune. So you think that the... Or this is a mutation that certain bodies... Okay. So you think that the ones that are alive, they're the ones that are, quote-unquote, immune, where it just mutates them but doesn't kill them, and then everybody else dies from it. Because obviously it's killed pretty much... It's it's killed 99% of the population. You have one, at this point, as we believe, one normal human. Hundreds, which is not very fucking no, many for Los the, Angeles. Yes, all the millions hundreds of Hundreds of albinos, and then everyone else is dead. Yes. So the albinos are just this, that 1% of humans that are only mutated. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even, I don't know if I'd use the word immune, because immune to me would be like, you wake Heston. up and, yeah, Heston. Yeah, and you're just... Yeah. It doesn't affect you at all. You're fine. You're normal. Yeah. They're obviously they're not as bad as the dead people because they're not they're still alive, but they've mm-hmm. mutated into this albino night vision fuck like you know sensor, yeah. Because immune, in my opinion, is not put on a pair of sunglasses and a fucking shitty ass hooded cape. <laughs> a druid. Like a druid Yawa yeah. thing. Huh. So, but we do later get into there's more. Yes. Then, it, then he goes to the store to get a new track suit. Because um, <laughs> he needs another track suit. Can't have enough track suits. Can't have enough track suits. <laughs> um, he goes to molest a mannequin, you yeah. know, which it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, I can't. Whatever, whatever shakes out in a pinch, you know. <laughs> I, can't be, <laughs> I can't be mad at him. Um. And then he sees a real lady, he thinks. And then she runs off. And then uh, I think he approached it wrong because she took off. And I think running around shirtless with a machine gun probably doesn't work in the apocalypse either. <laughs> it obviously hasn't worked for me nowadays. So obviously it's not something I could continue into the apocalypse. So Yeah, run around naked with a machine gun. That's Shirtless. That's... Whoa, 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 I'm not an animal. I just run around shirtless oh, with a machine gun. Oh, it was just gun. shirtless? Yeah. It doesn't attract the ladies. Apparently, it doesn't work in the no. apocalypse either. No, you got picked up twice for that, right? Well, yeah, yeah but it was but... just a talking to. They weren't like, uh, like you need to stop this. Um, uh, your neighbors keep calling. Please stop. Yes, please stop. <laughs> then the Heston goes to a bar, and then he goes in the wine cellar. I can't remember if he hears something or not, but he goes in the wine cellar, and he gets jumped. They push a wine rack over onto him, and then he's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a sad ending. He pushed that... Wine rack on top of him, and then jumped on him, and all that broken glass. Jumped on and, the wine rack, and yeah, pinned him down, and, and then he's dead. It. It, was, it was bad. No, he survived that too. It was yeah, fucking amazing. There's a I. As we're going through this, lots of these, I guess I'm not going to call them Easter eggs because this is where they came from. There's a lot of other things that are coming from this movie. It's interesting. I mean, we've already determined that he inspired the technology for weapon lights. Yes. He inspired Run DMC with the tracksuits. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> with the tracksuits. And then the scene from uh, Walking Dead with the wine racks. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. cannot. I, I would have to say that they definitely pulled that as an homage to this movie. I would pulled say. that wine rack scene from I would, uh, I would, Walking Dead. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. I wouldn't argue that at all. Awesome. Anyway. Okay, so he's not dead, but... He is kind of fucked. Yes, because he, he 
he gets caught by the Yawas. Yeah. And he goes to a Yawa trial. Apparently due process is out the window. What what the fuck? <laughs> they um, didn't have that before the wheel. They didn't have it before. It's that's right. Uh, before Magna Carta, for crying out loud. <laughs> they definitely didn't have due process. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. And then um he gets found guilty. And oh, that's the po- the point where he has a the Heston has a conversation with Matthias, and they take the sunglasses off finally. They show they have like the the white eyes, like mm-hmm. night vision eyes. And then uh, they find him guilty, guilty, excuse me, of using technology and being evil and yeah, something. I forget. What yeah, that. it was basically like we, we don't do that. You do, and you're scientists. So you're dying. And they they carried him out to a wheeled cart. <laughs> And then chain him right after they convicted him of of being guilty of using technology. They take him to a wheeled cart and then they chain him down. And then we're both movies, movie fans. I'm sorry. They chained him down. Yeah. They chained like they used chains. Well, they use spears. So this obviously is not against metal, but they're they talking about machines. Okay. Something had to make that chain. They salvage differently, old world, I guess. I don't know. All right. They chain him down, and then he says, like, we're movie fans, right? I I think people can see that. Um, And I like, because he utters these famous movie words that you hear all the time, and I don't think people realize, you know, you might hear them, and then, but he utters the famous movie words, take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty albinos. (laughs) I mean, it was just fucking classic. If I had a nickel for every time I hear that in a movie, man, I know I'd be rich. I know. I mean, it's a classic line. You know, you should hear Heston. You know, take your dirty. What is it again? Yeah, take your stick your paws off me, you damn dirty albinos. <laughs> Wait, was that Apes? Maybe I'm confusing movies. I don't know. Anyway, it had Heston in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then they take Heston to Dodger Stadium. Well, yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they crucify him. I don't know if that's supposed to symbolize something. Are we getting metaphysical here? It was, yeah, kind of a crucifixion-style situation. Yeah. And then someone turns on the overhead lights and rescues him. Some strange guy. Yeah, runs out. They're about to... They're getting ready to burn him. Yeah, so you can burn him alive. Burn him alive at this... Stake, I guess? Or is that a bonfire? Crucifixion wood? bonfire, yeah, whatever. Ah. Yeah. And then Cleopatra Jones shows up. Cleopatra Jones. And talks jive, sucker. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't uh, Pam Greer. <laughs> I know. You know what? And here's the thing. Like, I understand it's a 70s movie, but, like, I, I, I can't say for sure. I wasn't around enough. But I, they, I don't think people really talk jive like that. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I almost wanted an old lady to walk up and say, "Excuse me, Mr. Heston, I speak jive." <laughs> suck, you know, suck it don't, oh no help, suck it don't get no help, <laughs> jive, whatever. Shit. But uh, see how many people get that one. Yeah, that and then uh, she KOs the Heston, and then they he apparently he she or she just cracks him with a the pistol. Then they grab a dirt bike and take off. But you notice. The Heston was driving. You know why? Because the Heston never rides, bitch. <laughs> oh, hell no. He's like, here's his dirt bike. And she looks at him and goes, 
you you drive, I'll I'll hang on. And he's like, the fuck you will. I'm the Heston. I never ride, bitch. Exactly. Even though you just gave me a concussion and I can't see straight, <laughs> and, I'm still fucking driving. And I don't know where I'm going, and you do. And this is obviously your dirt bike, but I'm the fucking Heston. And she's like, you're right. Back. You're right. I'll hang on. Uh, <laughs> then uh, I like this. The the kid, his name's Dutch, I think it comes yeah, out to Dutch. be. The shirtless guy. The hippie. Um, he uses like homemade flashbangs to yeah. blind the Yawas, yeah. which cool, good job. You know, you think in explosion of light. What um, do you think it was like a cluster of flares or something? Because it kind of it didn't it it popped, but then it kind of burned also for a minute and kept putting off the light. I think I, I if I if it was me and it was all of a sudden the apocalypse, I think the best thing to do would be bundle up some road flares. And if you could somehow insert some type of firework in there when you lit it, like the firework would have, because uh, they have like those ones that explode, quote unquote, with a big flash of light. And if you get it somehow to then light the fusees, then keep the light burning, you give that initial boom, and then the fusees would burn. Several together, yeah. Several together for like, well, they last 10 minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that gives you slide and boom, and then you give you some time to do some stuff. Yeah. So, but it was thinking. I mean, I gotta give yeah. him credit. It was, it was some good thinking. And then they escape. They ride to the mountains to the hidden to hidden compound, and oh, there's people. Yep. Holy shit. Um, and then we, the shirtless guy. Well, I, I should take us back. He wear he has no shirt, but he wears a jacket, which yeah. I think would chafe the nipples, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he had. I'm cool with the six shooters because he was wearing the six shooters. The backwards thing, I mean, I guess he's Bill Hickok. I don't know. Cross draw? No, they weren't cross. They were they were backwards, like they were butt forward. If you yeah. pay attention, yeah. So he that's not Hickok. Who's the? They would Wild Bill Hickok. No, he had him. In, he had him cross drawn sashes. Who I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the fucking there was a there was a old west gunfighter that would carry him like that, hmm. butt forward. And he would like come in and grab him, and he was real quick. I'm trying to think who it was, I don't know. But anyway, we had him. Uh, I mean, he 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 was a medical student, like he was in his last year residency, or no, he's in, he was about to apply for an internship, basically, whatever they fucking call it, residency, residency with yeah. the military, because he wanted to work with Neville. Yeah, he knew who he was. He read his he read his uh, I don't know medical journals or papers he's or books or whatever about, the fuck yeah. he read. So he was up on all of Neville's research and science and stuff like that. I think it's fair to say that, based off the way the movie, that Neville's a relatively accomplished virologist. Mm-hmm. You know, he's familiar with stuff. And, I mean, if you, you know, some people, a virologist working for the military, just, you know, not a bad thing because he's probably on the cutting edge. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's he, where he should be, in my opinion. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, and uh, they say the kids seem immune. Um, to, well, they have it, but slower changing, like the yaw was. And then Cleopatra's brother, um, Willis, uh, is almost a yawa. He's like half, he's mm-hmm. turning, he's slowly, he's kind of all white and stuff. Then they go back to Heston's place to make a vaccine from his blood. Oh, I thought you were going to say make something else. But yeah. Well, I mean, because he's like, he's got the immunity to his blood, which I don't know about, enough about science. I assume that would work. You know, um, and then the Hessian likes chocolate. That's all I'm gonna. 
and then I was uh, say they're going back to make some babies, not make some Well, babies. the Heston and Cleopatra enjoy some cocktails and talk. And then the generator goes out. You know why? Because he's not paying attention to the generator because he found some pussy. Exactly. Pussy got him all messed up. Fuck it. Hey. Pussy really gets him all messed up. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Let's see. Then the. But after three years, I, yeah, I'd probably fuck all of us up. Yeah, I know. You're right. <laughs> You're right. So, but the whole generator thing, again, slipping, lack of diligence. Stupid mistakes. Uh, but I, I hadn't thought before you're applying the whole pussy factor. That is a uh, that's that's a pretty good reason to make a mistake on that one. Is it the pussy factor or is it was it the there's people and I'm so excited and then Willis is there and he wants to cure Willis and he's a doctor and he's thinking I can save these people and then they'll be I can't remember. So there's a dozen people there. Because there's a bunch of kids that I never counted. I'm lazy. So there's a dozen people. Mm-hmm. With a dozen people, you could go out and restart society. It'd be small, but maybe you count other people. You can cure them. You know what I mean? He's thinking, right. I can fucking, I can save people. I can cure. And right. maybe it was a combination of meeting people after all those years and all this stuff and the, you know, the pussy and all that. But he's just kind of like, fuck, you know? Yeah. Hope. Hope, and yeah, he forgot hope. his routine. He didn't fill up the gas generator. He didn't. Right. And if you look at, I mean, just if you're thinking logically, you're going to, you okay, so I found a dozen people up here in the hills that I didn't know about that's right outside of Los Angeles. Logic would say, well, if there's a dozen here I didn't know about, that means there's probably small cells of people scattered about. So if you grow this group. Find other groups, and yeah, you can start actually repopulating. I think, I think the hope would be for me if I was the survivor is that these people have it, obviously, but they're not dead immediately or within minutes, I guess is what the virus says, or they're not Jawas. So there's people out there who are resilient to it, will eventually turn. But if I can come up with a cure and save these people. If we happen to encounter more of those people, I, we can save them. Yeah. And then if we encounter more people, and maybe in, let's say, 10 years, let's say if it all goes Disney-esque, we'll say, and in 10 years we could have 200, 300, 400, 500 people. I mean, that's not ideal, but that's a huge community and building start. and start. Yep. And with 500 people, and if it's 300 dudes and 200 chicks, that's a pretty wide genetic you know, shake up that you you're not just like three people fucking all the time and you know a bunch the, of uh, inbred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got a decent genetic spread and you can start repopulating the world. Yeah. So anyway, so the generator goes out, and then the Heston shimmies down the elevator shaft, which was he, he thought this through. I give him credit. Whilst the Yawas were uh, climbing up onto the balcony, uh, it was the uh, second in command Yawa, the yeah. ex black guy. Yeah. Because everyone's white now. Nathaniel or Nathan or something. I, I barely remembered. Anyway. Yeah, but, why I, he sent him up, though, was, was interesting. Why did he send up his second-in-command? Because I, I think he wanted to go, uh, I think. Because uh, he had a grappling hook, a spear, and <gasps> a pistol. He did? Yeah, you don't remember he had a pistol? No. I don't remember oh, he had a pistol. I don't, yeah. But book, anyway, he goes, he had the remember. spear, he goes, go get him. He goes, I will. And then... They like focus in. You see him pull out a uh, like a 1911. 
Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll get him. I'll hammer him or some, some. Oh, and, and, and Matthias like, what? He's nothing, nothing. I'll, I'll, I'll run him over like a Pony Express. He's like, what? What are you? Ta- what are you? Ta- no, I mean, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll blaze away. Do you have a gun? No, no, no. I got a spear here. Just a spear. I don't know what you're why, talking about. Why, why are you then talking? Why do you keep alluding to things? Just go. Why are you looking at something in your pocket and talking all cryptic like you have a gun? No, what? No, no. It's a rock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot him with this rock. Why do you keep saying shoot? <laughs> Everything relates to a gun. This doesn't make any sense. I, I get no problem. Um, and then so Neville gets the generator turned back on, and then he get, comes back upstairs, and then the pistol packing Yawa gets blasted, and falls out of the balcony to his death. But not before Red Kool Aid comes out. Not before Red Kool Aid comes out, he drops. He drops his spear in the balcony. Unfortunately, yes. this becomes important. Yeah, very unfortunately. <laughs> and then the Hessen gets laid hot chocolate. <laughs> and then and then in the morning, they show her strutting around naked. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit That's of... what I was referring to. A little bit for the ladies. Got the Heston shirtless. Oh, gotcha. Got her, you know, ha- naked. Gotcha. From the back okay. and showing a little titty shot. I yeah. mean, it's, it's something for everybody. Uh, they go shopping. And it shows that, you know, everything's there. Um, Take this lady shopping. Mm-hmm. Anything you want, baby, <laughs> on me. Uh, then they go to an army hospital to get supplies. They take the Heston's blood to make a cure. His blood would cure anything. I mean, not Charlton Heston's blood. Like, if he was alive and we had a plague, just go get his blood. It'll cure. Yeah. I mean, it'll cure anything. Yeah. It's the Heston. I know. I don't know why we. I, there has to be like a source of it somewhere of Heston blood, and it's just it like kind of glows with a little, yes. bit, little bit of a gold aura too. Yes, in its vials and yeah. And if anything bad goes, ha- now that's not going to be given to the population. There's only going to be selected designated survivors. That, mean, you're in, like you're in the Illuminati, you'll be in the Illuminati. Oh yeah, get the Heston blood. Well, you know that. Yeah, that's where they keep his blood. Oh yeah, in the in the. Uh, the bowels and the cellars of the Mason, the Grand, secret the Grand Masonic yes, Lodge in yes. Washington D.C. Duh, that's where it's at. Secret Illuminati headquarters. That's where a lot of stuff is. Fuck yeah! Surprised. I know. <laughs> but he makes a serum that works. Um, and then they decide to uh, they plan to pack up and go to the mountains now because Heston's been hanging around the city to kill the Yawas because got nothing better to do, I guess. And now that he's got people and pussy, he's like, yeah, let's pack up and get the fuck out of here. It is. And then Cleopatra goes shopping. Um, (laughs) So, and then uh, Willis wakes up and he's healthy. And, uh, but the Heston's weakened from all the fluids he's been pumping out. Because he's been just pumping out fluids, like (laughs) left and right. Like blood and fluids just... Pumping these out to make cures and yeah, he has to be replenished. <laughs> replenished all these I don't fluids. Think they didn't have Gatorade back then. No, so I mean he's freaking, you know, picking meth back then. I mean, I don't know what they took back then. You know, taking speed because they thought it was. Fly. I mean, wait, <laughs> yeah, they thought it was healthy for you. But uh, and then Willis tells the Heston where the Yawas hide. He, he's he's like, oh, yeah, they're all over here, but he doesn't care because. Has to don't care no more because he got pussy. Because he got pussy. Yeah. Which you'd think after, listen, I mean, your pussy's there. God help you. Good for you. You've been hunting these motherfuckers for two years. And he just tells you where they're at. You'd be like, I don't care anymore. Or you'd be like, 
Oh, really? That must be some good pussy. That must be some good pussy. I mean, even after two, three years, still, to just completely abandon what you're, yeah. And the scene, I'm assuming, was on top of the Heston's building. Because he's pouring water into something, so I'm assuming he just, like, gravity-fed water for his place. Yeah. And he had, like, M60 machine guns on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is another great... Were the M60s, they they 50 cals. It was the double. Anyway, the point is... Why aren't you using those? Right? Like, why don't you mount one of those on your balcony so when they start pissing you off, you're like, Yes. Here we go, motherfuckers. Why are you just, yeah, why is your balcony with the window wide open, by the way, all the time? The doors are just open, so whatever. They can shoot fireballs in. Or climb up there. Yeah, or send Nathaniel in with a... The spotlights were off. That's why they could see to get up there, but still. But exactly. Why isn't it every single time... Those fuckers are down there. God, here we go again. All right. And there's 15, 20 of them right there before they can run away again. You do that night after night. And you're not not trying to... Okay, maybe at one point he's trying to cure them. Because I remember in a flashback before he cures Willis, he was saying he grabbed one. He grabbed a Yahweh. He brought him back to his place. And he tried to inject him with a cure. Yeah, the cure that he had. I, I, I think he was trying to inject it with something else. But anyway, <laughs> he's like, no, no. Blowing his rape whistle. Yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa. Rape whistle. <laughs> Sorry, it's the No, hassle. I want to stay. I want to stay. I don't buy it. Don't leave me alone. <laughs> don't, no, don't poke me with that. Take I that Liberace just, outfit whoa, off. Yeah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, but then he says, he, in, but then he said he got to, and then it killed him. Like his cure <clears throat> killed him. So it's like, <laughs> sad we killed him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But here's my point. I will say this though, in all seriousness, um, if he maybe he's made a cure that can heal them, or maybe he hasn't. But the point is, I guess that it may not work on the Yawas, and he fucking hates them. So is he really trying to cure him? If he is, or did he give up? I mean, fucking kill him. What do you? I mean, but anyway, he ignores him. He doesn't care. Yeah. But anyway, so then Willis. Rides off the Yawa's hideout. Okay. And then he gets cold feet at the last second. He's like, maybe this is a bad idea. And he tries to run, and he gets caught by the Yawa's. And then the uh, the Yawa's, uh, Matthias, says that, no, you're, you know, he says, oh, Willis is like, uh, he's got a cure down. He can cure you. We can all be, you know, back the way it was. And, he's, and then Matthias was like, you want to be the back the way, way it was? He's like, yeah, we're going back. He goes, it's not like that anymore, you know, because we're the brotherhood or family, whatever. And then Willis is like, yeah, but, you know. Oh, then Matthias accuses Willis of being sent there by the Hest, and he's like, I wasn't. And then Matthias is like, what you talking about, Willis? And then he's they kill him. Oh, wait, sorry. I was that wondering why that was going to come. That was why I was coming down. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, they march on the Heston's uh, apartment, and then – Cleopatra is a Yawa now. Yeah. She changed quick, too. She did change quick. But they did kind of mention that at one point that the they Dutch, the shirtless kid, yeah. was saying that they had one guy, Gus, or I don't know what the fuck his name was. He was fine, and he turned around and came, looked back at him again when he was fucking a Yawa, and he tried to kill him. Like, he got violent overnight. like In a matter of seconds, so... Yeah. And then you know Willis slowly changed, and 
she changed quickly. Now, I don't, I'm not a Which she, of course, you know, she had to wrap her head and put sunglasses on before she left so that way she could hide the change. Yeah. <sighs> Shocker plot twist. <laughs> you, you want my opinion? Oh, go ahead. You're not a virologist. What were you going to say? Sorry. I, I thought that, again, I thought we're not scientists. We've covered that. Um, but I thought incubation times were relatively consistent on most major viruses. And I, this being a plague, I'm assuming it's a virus. So on major things like this, the incubation time is pretty consistent. Uh, it, it's, of course, it's going to vary from person to person a little bit. But if you have something like this where 99% of the population, within minutes, they start coughing and they're dead... Um, and then you have this small, small point of a percentage of the population that somehow is partially immune to it until someday they just get it out of the blue. I don't know. I, it's just it's strange to me that some of them will, well, you just described, Dutch's, Dutch's buddy turned like that. He turned around, turned back, and he's already turned. Uh, she turns basically overnight. But then Willis is turning over a long period of time. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Like, you think it would, not unless. I, I could see if you're maybe a carrier or if it's someone who is just lying dormant in you. And then when it's activated, for whatever reason, whatever activates it, boom, you change. You go through the change in the process just as quickly as everybody else has ever gone through it. Okay, fine. I get that. But then you have Willis who, when his was activated, it took over length of time it's it's really here nor there just curious as to the inconsistencies and why they placed it there obviously just for plot twist plot reasons yeah i wonder well now i'm being serious now her brother same genetic makeup yeah for the most part um took a while to change she kind of changed quickly and i'm being serious when i say this she did have some external stimulators that were all of a sudden altered. And I wonder, in all seriousness, if the Heston's loads didn't blow her white. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's the Heston. He's shooting some fucking powerful loads. Pretty potent. Pretty potent loads. Just turned her white. He just blasted her white. Oh, baby, baby. I'm going to Michael Jackson your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Although, and I'm being serious here. I mean, dead ass serious. I'm not just being a fucking... But every... He's got the cure in him. Yeah. And he, it's So it's in his cells now. It's his blood. Sure. So similar to like the is flu he, virus. Is you, he blowing loads that are... That are... Virally, like, immune. Like, it has the... I don't, I'm not... Has the virus in it because... Or not the virus, but the cure in it, we'll say. You see what I'm saying? But I think don't cures have a part of that You know what it is? You know what it is? She didn't ingest it orally. (laughs) 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 It's the wrong method of uh, inoculation. Well, they say orally or anally. She didn't apparently do either one. So see, ladies, that's... Sorry. (laughs) There's no ladies listening, but see, ladies, that's no, you, that's you know, <laughs> they're secure. Um, and then uh, the Heston goes to the Yawa hideout. He used a flashbang, which I thought was 
cool because he threw it in there. And he finds Willis dead. Then there's Yahweh's in the street trying to kill him. Uh, he's driving and they're pushing shit in front of him. He's in his Jeep. And then they push up in front of him. He crashes. It the the jeep flips over and like rolls and then he's dead and uh, end of movie again. Oh no wait he survives. No, he's, no, he's the Heston. He's alive Shit. again. He gets out alive and he, there's some yowls behind a car and they're throwing spears and bow and arrow. Do they have bow and arrow? I can't remember. They're throwing shit at him, trying to kill him. And, shit, yeah. and then I like this. He climbs in his jeep, pulls out a bomb, and he sets it and he slides underneath the car and it blows up, which I thought was kind of sweet. And then uh, they kills the Awas, and one falls out on fire and falls over dead. And then the Heston strolls back to his house like the bad motherfucker yep. that he is. Like he blows not him even up, running. not running, just strolls like, "Fuck you, yeah. I'm the Heston." So that's that. Oh. And then he gets there, and Cleopatra and Matthias are in his place with other Yawas. The Heston gets held down. Um, the Yahweh start destroying his apartment because they Matthias says they want him to see that because that they before they kill him that they're destroying everything mm-hmm. and uh, they light it on fire to burn his apartment. That I guess not, I guess apartment condo or penthouse, whatever. Yeah, it's but they're gonna burn it down, fortress, fortress, they're gonna yeah, burn his fortress the down, fortress. and then another again, another classic line. <laughs> and what, what are you? And the you know, are burning, and he's like, you finally did it, you maniacs. You burned it down, goddamn you, goddamn you all to hell. <laughs> yep. That's right? Yeah, right movie? several actors have uh, uttered those words throughout the years. Yes. I mean, isn't that Common same line. movie? Yep. Anyway, um, then the Heston breaks free because he's you, can't, you can't hold down the Heston. Then he holds Matthias hostage. He grabs his gun. He goes to escape. He grabs Cleopatra because, you know. Yeah, he might be able to bring her back. Well, he's got, I mean, all all seriousness, he's coming with a cure. So, he didn't have a cure before because it worked on Willis. So now he knows how to make the cure. He's got to figure it out because he's a virologist. He's a very intelligent scientist. So now he's got to figure it out. He's going to apply it to her and see what happens. Seriously, I mean, he's thinking, you know, he could save her. Because yeah. obviously they have a relationship at this point. That was some good pussy. That was some good pussy. Yeah. Well, well, let's see. If you look around the landscape, it's the only pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that too. There's, there's her. There's Dutch. Then after that, you got Willis, who was a teenager. Would you agree? Yeah. And then you got kids. Yep. I mean, that's it. Unless he wants to wait ten years yeah. or get put on some type of registry. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because, yes, they have registries in the apocalypse, you sick fucks. Um, yeah, then they, he grabs the gun. He grabs Cleopatra to escape. They run downstairs. They get to the fountain, and then his gun jams. Yeah. Yeah. Great time for that. Then Matthias grabs the spear that was laying on the balcony and makes the greatest throw ever. Since Achilles. Like, straight and long and true. Like the greatest throw ever. Yeah. And the only reason they're hanging around is because apparently Matthias has a golden voice and he's talking to Cleopatra and she doesn't want to leave. She wants to go back to him. I'm the f- part of the family. Which I guess that. Yeah. I, I never covered that before. He's some sort of influence that he has. I don't know. Like all of a sudden Strange. he's got influence on people? Like I get that he was. I get that he's a leader because they're used. 
I'm sure most people, but especially back then, watch the news, mm-hmm. and they're used to him being on the news, and as the the like the Tom Brokaw or the yeah fucking well she's a twat, but Katie Kirk of today, like you, you oh you know what I mean? Like people you think that translated to like the people like they knew him from before because we we didn't touch on this. Matthias was a very prominent news. Anchorman. In Lo- Anchorman or, yeah, whatever. whatever. He was an anchorman. He was the main desk guy and Los Angeles. Yes, in Los Angeles before the play. Yes. So his face and his notoriety, you think that's the, I don't think the leadership uh, type of uh, influence that he had on the the albino people afterwards? I don't think it hurt. They yeah. knew who he was. I, I never considered that. It's, they knew who he was. Yeah. It's obvious he would know how to speak and present himself being sure. in that type of environment. Um, and... I think like a lot of maniacal leaders in history, you blame something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. pick technology, have a you scapegoat. pick, yeah. and then, oh, shit, there's another there's a regular guy running around like we used to be like. He's the problem. He's the problem. It's yeah. people like him. And then you got like, fuck yeah. And, and, and if nothing else, people would be like, we used to be like him. How come he's still, you know. Yeah, why is he so lucky? Kill him. Why is he still beautiful in the Heston and we're white and with those yeah. the facial scars and the sunglasses and these shitty robes? Somebody needed to just tell him, look, it doesn't matter what you do, you're never going to be the Heston, so just go kill yourself. <laughs> yes, and movie over. And movie. Um, but yeah, she apparently, when he talks, she's like, oh, Matthias. And uh, the gun jam. He makes the greatest spiritual ever, and then... The Heston gets impaled by the spear. He falls into the fountain, and then he's dead. And he dies for real. No, wait, wait, no, no, no. he's still alive. <laughs> he's, alive. <laughs> he's still alive. Like I honestly thought, like, oh, he's dead. Oh, for no, sure. He's... That time I thought he was. No, he's still dead. alive. Yeah. Um, because Dutch and the kids show up, which, all right. I mean, I don't know how long it takes to bleed out from a spear puncture near your heart. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, that could be immediate. I'm sure you're going to bleed out. And he does say it's 10 minutes to sunrise when they go to run. So 11 minutes later. So 11 minutes <laughs> Maybe the later. spear was plugging the hole because he should have bled out pretty quick. But anyway. It's a pretty big hole. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Anyway. And uh, Dutch and the kids show up and they take the serum from Haston because he has the glass bottle of serum in his jumpsuit near his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's glass. It's glass. <laughs> yeah, good place to keep it. And he just got didn't get didn't get destroyed in the beaten and tied down, and then did, yeah, didn't get caught. Fought to escape and mm-hmm. didn't break then. Yeah, no, get no. spear thrown at him in the chest. Just, I want to say in the same area. Didn't break it. Didn't break it. Any of the falls into the fountain. Fall, yeah, fell into the fountain over the concrete. Over the concrete barrier. Onto the concrete and kind of crawled up and didn't didn't, didn't break, break it. No. Makes sense, right? Well, he's the Heston. Maybe it's plastic. Yeah. No, it's glass. Anyway, um, and then uh, he gives it to the kid, and they take Cleopatra, and they drive away to the country, and he's really, really, really dead this time. The end. For real. For reals. He's dead. Yes. Yeah, and that's the end. And they go off to hopefully find more people and inoculate them and... Well, I mean, there's a dozen, and, you know, let's say hypothetically, you know, she's got a little Heston inside of her, literally. Uh. And 
those kids will grow up and, you know, you know, Dutch can bang her and natural immunity. Why wasn't Dutch banging her already? I was kind of thinking that too. I was huh. wondering about that. Like, just like, well, you can't say that she don't like the white man. I think it was a matter of maybe Dutch doesn't like the sisters. Or he's got a women? He's got his standards, even in the uh, end of time. Listen, here's <laughs> the thing. Um, maybe he doesn't like sisters. I don't know. But uh, he was running around in jeans, no shirt and a jacket. Yeah. I don't think the problem was he had a um, a racial... Oh, I think it was a more of a gender thing. I think she didn't have a cock, and I think that was yeah, the problem. Yeah. I think Willis was more his speed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and Willis got six. And Willis got old. six, so that totally makes sense now. His friend, who he said was there, friend. was behind him, <laughs> and he turned around, and when he looked back, he had changed. So he's like, "What? Why are you not?" <laughs> Poking me as hard in the ass anymore. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Well, we solved it. It's only 45 years later, <laughs> 46 years later, but we solved what activates the virus in people. Sex. Fucking. Fucking activates the virus. So here's what it because is. Because her, yeah. her virus got activated by fucking. Yes. The... His Dutch's friend who was double dutching him. <laughs> right. <laughs> double dutching him. <laughs> he, he got activated by fucking him. Willis must have fucked somebody because that's what activated his. No, I got it. I know why Willis. Well, yeah, but here's the thing Double Dutch gets his buddy because he's fucking, gets it. <laughs> Cleopatra fucked, gets it. Like, immediate, like pretty much right over. Willis, slow, preteen, jerking off. Ah. So he's just jerking off, and it's like... Mm. So much that it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's like, all right, listen, it's, you're activating yeah, it, but, but slow because be you're, just, slow, you're right. just, you know, yeah, whacking it. You're not like... E- even the virus is like, look, we, we know it's not the real thing, so... You're not getting laid, you're for real. So it's slow, and you think... You know, there's a lot of people around, and you're hiding the compound. You're going to sneak off and rub one off. I mean, so it's like, you know, you sl- all of a sudden you slowly get it. You know, it's not the real deal. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Fucking double Dutch. Double Dutch. <laughs> uh, all right, now disaster strengths. Um, I got kills like 99% of the population. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Uh, got a quick kill rate because it's within minutes. Yeah. Almost everyone's dead. It's obviously airborne because people are just standing. They show in the flashback people standing on the street corner, gagging. They're at a gas station. They're just dropped over dead. Um, into the water, very possible because yeah. it's airborne. Yeah, I didn't even consider that. I had the water was good as long as you could find it, but that is potentially might not be. But, yeah, it's just the strengths of the thing. And then uh, a strength of this apocalypse is with 99, 99% of the population dead, like the show, you don't have to do laundry. Just grab new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like the Heston does. <laughs> Tracksuit smelly, just grab a new one. Yep. Uh, weaknesses. Um, I've got uh, a gas mask. Like, I don't know if that would be helpful. It's airborne. You have to breathe it in, you know what I mean? Hmm. Whether that would keep you... If you had some I mean, of- initially, yeah, I think it's a good idea for the initial wave of it when it's wiping everybody out in that first part. Yeah. Throw your gas mask on. And is there a burnout rate? Like, does it? It's airborne, and then it's there for however long people die. 
let's say you were locked in like a bunker or something and it came out months later, is it still airborne or did it burn out? I, uh, yeah. I don't know about these things. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I guess it all depends on... You would think it can't stay around forever, can it? Outside I, I the... I don't know enough about viruses to even answer that. I, are, are there some that can just exist? Like It would have to be spread... Or do they have mammal to... Mammal to mammal, let's say. Okay. So if it kills everything, and we're assuming it kills everything because they don't show any pets. That's true. They or show animals. No animals. Now they're in Los Angeles. so Yeah, but in I Am Legend, which we didn't do a very good job of tying in the other two movies um, to this. There's the first I Am Legend, which is Vincent Price. Right. Back in the... Fuck, it's like the... 20s? 30s or 40s. I, I couldn't even tell you the year, but it's, it's old. And those are straight up vampires in that one. Right. And then you have the I Am Legend... Early 2000s, yeah, yeah, with uh, Fresh Will Prince. Smith, yeah, Fresh Prince, and uh, that one, they're almost like a hybrid, uh, almost superhuman type of creature, still vampire-ish, albino, can't come out in the daytime, that that whole plot is still there, but uh, where's I going with this? They're actually more like, I would call them zompires. Zompires, that's a new breed. Like a zombie that's vampire impressive. thing. That I would agree. But they have... But they're... Now, this is the newer one with Will Smith. They're almost uh, like superhuman. I mean, do you remember that yes. they could, like leap like 30 feet into the air yes. onto the building? And I know, it was ridiculous, but... Which we might have to go to that do that movie by itself sometime. No, to, for a laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, a lot of elements to this, though. They actually, I see a lot of this movie translating into that one. It's, well, I mean, it's all a derivative of a story that yeah. was written. But Omega Man and the newest I Am Legend are way more closely connected than the first I Am Legend movie. And right. It all comes from a book, obviously. But the first movie was not anything like it is vincent price holed up in his house that's how the in book a was. neighborhood that's how the book was oh was it mm-hmm. i didn't read the book yeah oh and uh yeah it was much different the the last two kind of parallel them each other as far as like where they live how they live i think will smith's in new york city though yes but still same similar kind of building even for will smith like a multi-story you know, he's a doctor. He's got a lab. He's a colonel in the military. He's a virologist. Or somewhere I was going with it with the whole. In the book, the guy was a. Uh, if you think about it, you can cut me off. But in the book, the guy was something, herbologist or some type of, because he was trying to find out what the. Basically, what it was is everyone gets this plague and they become vampires. Oh. Like real vampires, like garlic affects them and crosses. Yeah, and that's right. I remember that because Vince Price has garlic on his door. That was the book. Has has crosses laying around in his living room. Yep, he has to, those to pick up and use. And, and yeah. they would come at night and they would harass him and mm-hmm. keep him up. And he had generators in the book, so he had like keep his lights going and he would keep his refrigerators on because he had food. And but the, the the point of the book was that the the whole I am legend thing was that he would during the daytime. He would go out, kind of similar to the movie, and he would go from sector to sector, kind of like he would. And then when he would go into the houses, and he would find the vampires sleeping because it's daylight and they couldn't come out. And he would stake them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he chopped the heads up, but he would stake them and kill them. Well, the, th- the thing was is that there was Neville, who was immune. There was the vampires. And then there was like a hybrid 
people vampire that was evolving from the vampires that they would put like some type of sun protectant. They could kind of be out during the day. And uh, Neville had become like the boogeyman because while they slept, he crept in and killed people. And so the the whole crux of it was like vampires and werewolves and Frankenstein, the legends. Now he's a legend. I am legend. legend. Like the boogeyman. He's the new rich, you know, Matt or Neville would sneak in and kill you in your sleep. Yeah. It was basically the title is like him saying, I am the boogeyman. And he legend. says at the end of the book, I am legend. Dude, yeah. Because that's what he is. Now I'm going to read the fucking book. You're going to make bad. me read. Sorry. Jesus. Anyway. Um, where are we at? Uh, weaknesses. Weaknesses. And then, like, some would be immune. I agree. Some would, and some would mutate. I could see a virus mutating. Yeah. You know? So, got anything else for that? or No. Survival basics, uh, air, water, food, uh, obviously three minutes without air, three days without food, three weeks without, three days without water, three weeks without food. I always fucking, fuck you always up. switch those around. And this one I have to throw in shelter. And shelter. Well, because yeah. actually the, the, the full thing for the rule of threes is three minutes with oxygen, three hours without shelter. Oh. But that's, and that applies to like, uh. Um, if you're exposed, like exposure to cold, that's why the three hours without shelter, uh, and then you're three days without water, three weeks without food. This one, obviously, you can go more than three hours without shelter. Maybe, maybe, if you're out and you're running from them, you're trying to hide. Maybe you can't go three hours without shelter. So the shelter rule of three actually applies to this one. Yeah, but here's the thing, though: if you're running from them, if you're just running away. They got those heavy robes on. You can't really. They can't really run in them. I don't care what anyone says. Matthias is a fat fuck. You look at him. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> they don't. If, if you're not trying to run back to your place, they don't know where you're going. Like the only reason they got Neville's because they knew he was driving back to his place. Mm-hmm. If he would have turned from where they were and just drove the complete opposite direction for a couple hours, found a building went up on top, barricaded himself up on the roof, let's say, and just quietly sat there and waited. They wouldn't know where to find him. Right. Wait until daylight. Wait till sure. daylight and then come back down, jump in your thing, your your truck and drive back to your place. Yeah. I mean seriously. The only thing is is that Cleopatra, I mean, you don't know where she, she was out shopping, she'd be at that you don't know, you know, you can't Pick up your celly and give her a call and text her like, hey, chill on the rooftop, lock it down. I'll be there in the morning. And then she'd be like, why aren't you here? And you'd be like, well, yeah. I got caught out and I know I'm becoming. I don't want to get ambushed. And she's like, did you find the pussy out there? <laughs> exactly. And you'd be like, what? No. <laughs> Let me smell your dick. <laughs> she, she, she'd be like, uh, you know, why are you texting me? You can't call? Some other bitch around? <laughs> and you'd be like, the- that's the 2017 version of I Am Legend, which will be coming out next year. <laughs> yes. And it will be produced and created by us. Yes. It will it'll be extremely low budget, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know if extremely low budget is the correct terminology. Yeah, like no budget. <laughs> yeah, no budget would be better. But uh, uh, but air, uh, I got air contaminated. We kind of hit on that. But does it burn out? Does yeah. It- That's still the question. Does it? stay or does it dissipate or burn out or does it need to feed on something i don't know i don't know water possibly contaminated yeah. we don't know um it's okay in bottles and stuff and if you're immune like neville you don't give a fuck right drink away 
or the Heston. There's plenty, except the Yawas need it too, because mm. they're nocturnal, but they're not like yeah, they're still they still have functioning physiology. They're not the like, they're not vampires like in the book or the Will Smith movie, right? Um, food, everything's good. Just gotta find it. Yeah, if it's fresh, as long as it's not like rotted. There's a lot of it, but the Yawas are eating too. There's only a couple hundred of them, and you're in Los Angeles, and there's should be, you know, on the shelves, prepackaged and canned food should be fucking thousands and thousands. You could, all of them could essentially survive there for decades. I mean, now I don't know if the food go bad. Mm-hmm. And they had MREs back then? Because if they did, he, he, he should know where those are. Good question. I don't know. Go to a military place. Yeah, I would say they did. Or rations. They, they at least had rations, those K rations, whatever they're called. Yeah, because they had them in Vietnam. Yeah, so they have yeah. something like that. Uh, shelter. A bunker would be good. Fortress even better. Fortress. <laughs> a kick-ass building, some type of fortress, because they're not going to come at you anything other than spears and shitty catapults. Mm-hmm. They're going to wheel it up there and throw a fucking... If you had, like, a real wall... Like a steel wall, and you shoot that up there, and it just bounces off. You fucking snoring away. Be like, they had it again, dumb fucks. You mentioned the bulldozer heavy equipment thing earlier. Find out what the range is of that thing, and fucking dig a moat around it just outside of their range. So they're shooting them, and it's just well. This is the first time they've had it. Just build a moat in general. Yeah, with fucking. You know, spikes and throw some Crocs in there or something. I don't know whatever you'd find. Anything. And just have some type of drawbridge. That you roll up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You pull in, you pull it up. You pull them behind your walls. You close your walls. You got double. And they're like, where's... Fuck. Yeah. Although, Matthias can throw a fuck of a spear. He can. He might be able to hit him. My, that my question is, rifle. he fucking threw that like a... <laughs> why didn't he like just early on... Just he sees Neville in the window yeah. and throws like 600 yards. Yeah, he's a fucking spear sniper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so any type of kick-ass building would be good. Yeah. Um, for, I mean, fortify it. I, I don't know why he didn't leave the city, though. I don't I don't know what his compulsion was. I think it originally, well, it's like you were describing. First, he was trying to cure him. Once he realized this isn't working, then he's like, fuck it, then I'm going to kill him. And that was, I think, all he had. It was his only motivation in life was to get supplies and kill albinos then burn down so the city so he stayed where it was a target rich environment why don't you burn down the city right just start setting up yeah or just again go gas station go, gas station go several up. hundred feet out from your building and just string in a circular pattern so that wherever they come from tripwire explosives and as they walk up to them and blow themselves to bits mm-hmm. just laugh maniacally from the top of your fortress and then replace the c4 in the morning and then you know <laughs> repeat if if they show up you know shoot at them for fun this for, sounds bad because yeah. you fucking hate them you, listen maybe that seems sadistic but at this point you fucking hate these people so much that you're hunting them down to kill them all for fun for fun <laughs> yes. or because you feel some purpose whatever it is yeah. but you want to kill them all so I, I don't I don't get why anyway why he doesn't do it the most efficient way possible yes with explosives yeah I agree anything yeah so uh, weapons they're all good some are better than others apparently spears are Might. the best 
Exactly. Spears are the best. If you're an albino, spears are the best. Doesn't matter. You know what? Seriously, that is the ultimate weapon for an albino because it is the proven to be the only device on the planet that can kill the Heston. Maybe. They tried yeah, every other tried. thing. Tried every other way. The only thing that kills is a spear. So mm-hmm. there you go. My top two weapons for this would be a surefire flashlight, mm-hmm. nice and bright. Actually, no, that's my number two. My number one. And this is all I would need. The rest of it, fuck it. I don't need it. A fucking weapon. A, 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 a gun laser. A laser on your gun. If they're sensitive to light, <laughs> a focused beam of light would be like a laser from fucking what, that uh, science movie back in the 80s. You could burn right through walls. they burn right through their face. You just... <laughs> Melt thing. their face. Seriously, right through their brain. Just lobotomize <laughs> them with a weapon laser. <laughs> That's my weapon. Wow. A you, fucking laser. I feel inadequate. Concentrated I, light. I actually want to take guns. I feel weird. <laughs> hey, man. Anytime you get a chance to use a laser as a weapon. You're and right. And it's legitimate. You fucking go with a laser every time. I think I would go with a... Um, M4, because, listen, I know I'm normally like, yeah, you're not going to have all this stuff, but everyone dies within minutes. So martial law, so the soldiers on the streets. You, you Like, right now where we live, if all of a sudden something happened and you woke up and everyone's dead, I know where there's at least National Guard Armory or two that you could drive to and at least, you know, go check out. Mm-hmm. I think I could get an M4. I, I'm hoping maybe like a, a M249 grenade launcher. And then um, what I would do is I would get that, and then I would get a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun to attach to that. So it's a combo M4 grenade launcher, double-barrel double 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 shotgun. And then, and then because I would get a, a light, but you don't, <laughs> like a weapon light sounds good, but you want to like get them. So I'm talking like a spotlight, preferably like you know the, the cop cars have a spotlight, something like that oh. attached to the barrel, <laughs> but you have to run it. So with wires to like a um, a car battery that's strapped to the stock because you want it all one unit. <laughs> so you have uh, I'm going for a three for so all in one my top three. So you got your machine gun, grenade, double barrel shotgun with your light source only about. 80 pounds or so all wrapped up into one. It's not bad. Good sling. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're pretty set up. That's not bad. That's that's 80 pounds. Eight, nothing. Something light. That, light, totally. you know. That is a lightweight weapon. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's only like 50 pounds. Easy. Easy swing that around and shoot. Um, and then, uh, you know, my fourth would be a, uh, a shield. Because when they throw the spears at you, <laughs> fucking just glance them just off. Glance them away. Go back to drinking your whiskey. Exactly. Because, <laughs> what are you doing? They, you're like, you, I've got you. You have clubs and spears. You fucking morons. Exactly. Which why you know even a belt fed machine gun would have been, you know, strapped out of your belt and just mow them down. Well, the thing is, he had them. He just never used them. Why not? I don't. Yeah, I don't. So much fun. It would have been fun to watch him get on the roof and just. God, that would have been great. Could you imagine the movie where he goes back and he sees them burning stuff in the distance? He's like, all right, well, they're, they're too far away. I've, you know, range, blah, 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 blah. And that's the other thing. He could, during the day, load up and shoot at buildings 
you see what I'm saying? And figure out his range. And you can paint. You're there permanently. Paint range. Like snipers would yeah. love to do. Paint your range finder so you know. If nothing else, why doesn't he lay on the roof of the building or just sit in a chair, like a rocking chair in the balcony with a sniper rifle and slowly start picking these fuckers off? Yeah. Like, bring the fight to them, so to speak. Like, all right, you want to come to my place? Click, click. I mean, he's just kind of like he's always reactionary. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I mean, he's looking for him to kill him. I don't get you know they're coming to you. They're it coming to get you. any better than that. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, all right. So you have a five weapon combo. Five weapon combo <laughs> with a bayonet. <laughs> with the bayonet. Because you know, in case all you five. Get up, I'm close. There you go. All I'm five close. weapons in one. I'm just taking a little pocket laser. You're like taking a pocket you, laser. Like you have your cat chase around. That's it. That's my weapon. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> How sensitive to light they are. Can we go back to the old, uh, another uh, a podcast gone gone by from the past with a lightsaber toy? Would that Ooh. be enough light? Nice. You'd be like, I have the force. And you could. You could actually use one of the lightsabers. They'd that be blinded be- and you're hitting it with them. Like, stop. Stop hitting me. And it burns them when you hit them. Yeah. You're like, make me stop. Make me stop. Put like heavier batteries in it, have a heavier power supply, and maybe you could cut right through them. You could be a fucking Jedi. Maybe. In this apocalypse, you could maybe be a you fucking, could. We just had an epiphany. Listen, in this apocalypse, you can call yourself whatever you want. You're by yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until you exactly. see the other people. Somebody say, what's your name? Jedi. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean from like the movies that used to, yes, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> could, could Tell you, me I'm not. Could you imagine like you encounter people and you're running around like a Darth Vader costume or something like, what? <laughs> what, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're like, I don't know. I've been alone for a couple of years. What, yeah. What do you just, want? You think this is bad? Coming to my house on Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you see nothing yet. Oh shit. Uh, miscellaneous. <sighs> um, night vision goggles. Yeah, they would come in handy. Um, so they're on the same playing field as them. Yeah. Flashlights yeah. are good. Yeah. You know, lots he, of he had flashlights. flashlight weapon lights. Because mm-hmm. um, they apparently the light bothers them flashbangs or anything that you know anything like that so um and then you got anything else for miscellaneous and then rate it well again since i don't know anything about viruses i can't speak as to how likely this virus is but the likelihood of a virus Wiping out the population, very likely. So if we're just going to call it a virus. Just a virus. Wipes out the population, and there's a very small percentage that is immune, and one of those people happen to be a capable colonel in the army. Yeah, sure. i fucking give that a nine, because that is one of the proposed major events that could wipe out a population. Our population is a really bad virus. And as we've talked about, there's always going to be a small percentage of people who their DNA is just right. That they're immune to it. So, yeah. All things considered, I call it a nine. I gave it an eight just because I don't disagree with you, but I think what the bubonic plague got rid of a third of the world. Does that sound right? right? So, I mean, there's a – and because we didn't understand – now, granted, we didn't understand cleanliness and all these things back then, but there's a virus that killed a third of the world. Yeah. So, I mean, they're – you know, right there, that's a pretty bad plague. Mm-hmm. So, a – and this was an engineered plague from – China or Russia or somebody that was involved in these wars at the time, they decided to create a virus. I would be shocked if there's not some military compound somewhere in this great big world that doesn't have some type of virus or plague. A world killer. That could, they yeah, kill the whole world. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I agree. There's a world killing plague somewhere in a military compound that's under very 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 either a military compound or an Illuminati compound. Man, One of the two, probably Illuminati. But more, anyway, but anyway, more than likely. <laughs> so, uh, all right. You got anything else? No. Uh, so Q. Q is next. That's gonna be a fun one. That's that'll be something. <laughs> so uh, I guess until next time, I'm Drew. I'm Frank, and enjoy the apocalypse.